0: Thanks for listening to the Unlocking Athletes podcast, presented by the EAX Athlete Academy, where we dive into youth sports and everything that comes with it. I'm your host, Nate Woodruff, Athlete Academy Director and General Manager of Evolution Athletics Gym in West End, North Carolina, along with my good friend, Tyler Crump, CrossFit coach extraordinaire out of Greensboro, North Carolina. We're back. It's been a few months since we put on a podcast, but I'm happy to say we're back to it in 2024 with a new excitement and a new format. My best friend and I will be co-hosting this show moving forward. If you don't know Tyler Crump, make sure you go back and listen to episode eight so you can get the background. We will still have different guests as often as we can, but we're excited to be hosting this show together. In this episode, we dive into a very common conversation at the beginning of each year. Google says that 34% of Americans made resolutions or goals going into 2024. We decided we wanted to take this podcast and talk about a very common practice when setting those goals, and that is the acronym SMART. We will talk through some of our goals what it means to set quality goals for yourself, and as coaches, how we can help our athletes set and achieve their goals this year. I hope you enjoy episode nine of Unlocking Athletes. Let's do it. All right. Welcome back to the Unlocking Athletes podcast. Uh, first one of 2024. Um, this this format is going to be a little bit different. We're kind of changing it up going into the new year. Uh, if you listen to it uh, last year, it was me and a guest usually. Um just going through different subjects and topics, and we wanted to make it a little bit more of a conversation. Uh, so I've decided to make this a co-hosted podcast uh, with my best friend, Mr. Tyler Crump, uh who lives in Greensboro and is a CrossFit coach up there. Uh, I've been a CrossFit coach for 10 years now at this point, more than that. Uh, 12, 11, something like that. I don't even know anymore. Um so yeah so we're kind of in the same space um you know a little bit different perspectives on things um he's been on the show before obviously and uh we we're able to talk through just some training things that are the same and different for his population and my population and kind of where the crossover comes um but just a fun guy to to talk to and um just get some different perspectives on today uh we're going to talk a little bit about goals so obviously going into the new year uh, a lot of people are setting goals, right? New Year's resolutions, new year, new me, the whole, uh, the whole thing. So we're going to talk through kind of what our views on our, as far as goals go, how to set them, what are good goals, what are bad goals. Uh, we'll, you know, kind of go through some quotes maybe that um, could help you put together what you think your goals might be for 2024, whether that be fitness or just life in general or whatever. So um like to bring in. My new co-host tyler crump welcome to the show and um thanks for being here dude of course of course yeah. excited to, excited to jump into it um obviously we've been through a ton together um do you have any goals that you've kind of set out for 2024 or anything that you're thinking about um kind of
1: so i've got i've got a couple like one is just to be more consistent in training um i think just with life experience, or not life experiences, but, like, life circumstances lately. Training has just been one of those um, things that have just taken a back seat. And I know, like, I coach people in this, but, like, I feel better. I have a better attitude when I train consistently. But it's just, it's, I honestly think it's just the easiest thing to stop doing when things get hard and busy. So that, just being more consistent in that. Two, um, I just started with a new online company. And the goal for that is to be coaching enough athletes to where I don't have to go to the gym every day to work. Um, Where I have enough online athletes where I'm coaching at the gym, maybe twice a week. Um, Just because Bree and I are just in a space where me being home more consistently is a good thing. Like we'd like to have kids someday and I'd like to, help raise them instead of being (laughs) at the gym for 12 hours yeah um so trying to get that up and rolling and then along with that so the company coaches a lot of very um elite crossfit athletes so i have i have three career goals one i want to have the type of relationship with my clients where i get invited to their weddings two i want to have an exercise named after me and three, I want to coach a games athlete. So my goal for, I guess it would technically probably be like a 2025 goal, um, but start
0: working with games athletes. Yeah. So those are my goals. Love it. Love it. Yeah, it's, it's always interesting, like, talking to people who work at a gym. Uh, like, I remember when I first broke into it and people would be like, yeah, it's so hard to train. I don't have any time to work out. I'm just like, you work at a gym like how hard can it be? Uh, and now that I work at a gym, I was like, I don't have any time to work out. Like I'm, I don't understand. Um, yeah, it's weird. You know, there's, it's hard. It's sometimes hard to get the motivation, um, that you feel like you should have. Um, and I feel like there's almost like some guilt there when you like tell other people like, Hey, you need to be in the gym four days a week and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, man, I worked out once this week (laughs) and I hated it. Yeah.
1: And that's the (laughs) Um, thing. And that's where it's like, like,
0: uh, this is kind of off topic, but where
1: like coaches are humans too, you know. Yeah. And so often you hear people say like coaches need coaches, and like this is one of the reasons because we deal with this stuff too. hmm
0: So. Yeah. No. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. It's it's definitely been tough, and I I've found now like I used to, uh, when I, like when it was my time to work out during the day, I would like schedule it in, and then I would kind of write my own workout that day. And I realized very quickly that if I do that, I'm not going to do near what I should do, right. um, or I'll like program it myself, and I'll get halfway through and be like, "Man, I really overprogram this." Like, right. I'm yeah. just gonna, like, scale it down. Oops. Yeah, and then I look at it, and then I'm like, "I'm just, I just quit. Like, I didn't even want to do it." <laughs> so now it's like, I think I've gotten to where I'm like, "Hey, listen, I'm going to do a program. I'm going to find a program, either do like class programming or a program that I've written for somebody else." and I'm going to stick to that and do that. Yeah. Uh, and it's been like a lot more consistent that way, but yeah, it's hard, man. Um, just to be able to, to be consistent there, but at least you you know, you've got some goals set up, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't have any like super specific goals. Um, which is, which is ironic. Cause we're about to talk about specific <laughs> goals. It's <laughs> important. Um, But I think at this point I have some like ideas that I want, but I don't have like, I haven't specified how I want that to show up, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, So I I think one of my goals is to just be like a better communicator Um, because I feel like I'm not a great communicator. We were just talking about that a few minutes ago. Um, It's hard for me to like just make random conversations with people. It's not something I've ever been good at. Um, It's not something I enjoy doing at all but I realized the like the value in it. Mm-hmm. Um, like you talked about having a relationship with your clients and like wanting to be invited to their weddings and stuff. And like, I have that, like I want that. And I think I do a, a decent job of that with my clients, like the people that I'm close with, but I'm very bad at doing that to just like random people. Like I, I've, I need to get better at being able to just like strike up a conversation with a stranger. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm bad at that. So um, like I said, I'm, I'm into a couple books that I'm trying to learn how to do that better. Um, just how to talk to people and just be able to, to have conversations. Um, my wife hates that because she's very uh, in-depth. She does not like surface level conversations at all. Um, Did I get that so much. She hates, she hates it. Uh, yeah. We joke about it all the time that like she'll she'll just immediately start asking about your childhood and like right, yeah. how you grew up <laughs> like what what your feelings are what season of life you're in <laughs> um but but I love that like she she brings that out of me in like an uncomfortable way a lot of times which yeah. is which is good like it helps me grow um but it's yeah it's it's hard for me sometimes to to be able to to do that um so that's one and then I'm I'm looking for something to to train for, uh, we talked about this the other day, but like, I struggle when I don't have a specific like event that I'm training for. Yeah. Um, if I'm just like showing up to the gym just to like be fitter, like, that's good. Obviously there's value in that. And there's discipline in that, that you have to have to have to keep working out and keep, um, you know, training and doing those things. But I, I find that I'm much more motivated. My mindset's a lot better when I have like a specific, Thing that I'm preparing for. Oh sure, um I think thing. everybody's like that. Yeah, yeah. There's some people that are just like freakazoids that just like turn their brain off and just train and train hard every single day. And yeah, they don't really have anything they're training for. And I respect the heck out of those people. uh I am. I'm not that person. Right. <laughs> so at, at times I am, but um, I, yeah. I, I, so I'm trying to find out what that might be. If that's going to be like some sort of like Spartan race type situation or like a – I don't know, like a CrossFit competition, weightlifting competition, tactical games competition, like something that at least gets me out of my comfort zone a little bit and forces me to work a little harder. Yeah. Um, So those are my two big ones, I think. I like it. Yeah. Um, So let's kind of dive into – we've talked about our goals. Let's kind of dive into – I guess the probably the most common way to set goals or the most common description of goals, um, which is SMART goals, right? Most yeah. people have heard of that. Um, I think there's a lot of value in that. I think you and I both have a uh, kind of an asterisk to add to it. Um, but for people who don't know, SMART goals, it's an acronym. The S stands for specific. M stands for measurable. A, achievable. B, or I'm sorry, R, realistic. And then T, time bound or timely um so let's kind of go through kind of go through those one by one and we can kind of talk through it um the first one's just specific right so you mentioned um you know wanting to have a games athlete right like that's that's a very very specific goal um like very easy to understand what that is and how you like how to how to do that right what that looks like um so what do you why do you think that's important for people to have a have a specific goal and not just a general goal of like, hey, I want to be like fitter?
1: Because I mean, if you don't
0: if you don't
1: know where you're going, you don't know how to get there. Um, so and and I, I think that's that's very reductionist of that type of goal. But really like if someone's like, I want to run faster but they don't have anything to measure that against. How do you know if you ever ran faster? Right. You know, so it, it, it needs to be specific in the sense of just knowing where you want to go. And I think that that's, that takes some, um, not, I don't want to make it that, that in depth, but sometimes like it takes some, some soul searching, you know, of like, what do I really want? What do I really care about? And along with that, and I'm sure we'll get into this later down the road, but, like, if you have a specific goal of, well, let's just say being a games athlete, right? Like, I want, you know, someone's like, I want to be a games athlete. Okay, cool. Do you really want that? And I think the the MART part of SMART's goal setting will kind of weed out those people that do and don't want it. But, like, okay, so you have something specific, but how do you know that that's really what you want? And what I mean by that is, Cause I've talked to people and they're like, I want to be a games athlete. Like, cool. I'm like, okay, well that means you're going to train two to three times a day, five to six days a week. Um, you're going to sleep for 10 hours a night. You're going to um, have to say no to a lot of things. And this is going to have to consume you and basically be your job. And they're like, okay, well, yeah, I'm cool with that. And then you get like a week into it and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Okay, so you don't really want it then, you know? And that's right. where it's like, having a specific goal but along with that of also like is this what you really want and are you willing to actually work for that goal or is this somebody else's goal or do you just want to have the
0: the credential of being this goal or whatever it is does that make right. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah so in my world it's like the I want to be D1 conversation. Right. Right. Similar like I want to be at an elite level um, that's above what Ninety nine point nine percent of people achieve right. Um, So yeah, I I think I think there has to definitely be a process of determining, like specifically what you want your goal to be. Like, hey, I want to be a college athlete. Cool. I want to be D one. That's a different conversation. Right. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? And it's not wrong either way. Right. But I think you definitely need to go through a process of, and it can't just be like it doesn't start with setting a goal. I think it starts with like, let's think about, you know, where I can be, and then let's look at the different things that it's going to take me to get there. Right. Like, is this even a a? And then again, it goes into kind of what we talked about before, or what we're going to talk about here in a second. But like, and then you go back and set your specific goal. Like, you almost work kind of bottom up. Yeah. um, And kind of reverse engineer it to get there. Uh, But yeah, I think I think you have to be very specific because, like you said, if you if you don't have something specific um, then you don't know if you got there or if you missed the mark or whatever. Right. Um, so I think, think, think,
1: go ahead. I was just going to say, I think part of like making that specific goal is like looking at yourself and going, what, what do I like? What, what brings me joy? What, you know, and because a lot of people like take your, your D one people, like they see, you know, they see these D one football players every Saturday in the fall. Like, I want to be that. And it's like, okay but if you step back like is that really what you want or is that really just what you've seen yeah you know and i think knowing yourself comes into knowing how to choose a specific goal does that make sense
0: yeah yeah 100% um, i when I, when i do smart goals i i think about it and i'll go into it here in a second but i think about it a little differently um when you when we get to the achievable and realistic and i'll talk kind of what that what i mean by that but um all right so specific is the s the second one m measurable um this this kind of sticks out to me specifically in your world with crossfit because everything's measured right Right. and i I think that's one of the big things that like originally drew me into the crossfit world was like you can visibly see progress Mm -hmm. whether it's i'm putting more weight on the bar I'm doing this sp- specific workout, this specific rep scheme faster. Um, you know, I, I'm doing, I'm able to do more reps at this certain weight in a certain time, but everything's time bound um, or rep bound or weight bound. Right. So I think like that measurable piece, like that's kind of what drew me into it. Um, so talk a little bit about, I guess, in your world, kind of the importance of being measurable and what that looks like when you're setting goals.
1: Yeah. Well, like we were just talking about it was specific of, if you can't measure it, like you don't know if you're getting any better. And um, I think one of the best ways I've heard this specific piece talked about is um, like the goal shouldn't be the goal. The habits that produce the outcome should be the goal, right? So like, if this is a measurable thing, or if you're if you're setting a goal can you measure the habits that are happening or that need to happen to get there so for example if someone's like i i want to put 10 pounds on my back squat okay cool and and this is nuanced depending on the athlete or whatever but are you back squatting every week are you doing leg strengthening things every week and your goal is is your overall goal is to get a heavier back squat, but in order to get there, you have to do the habits that are producing the back squat to be heavier. So you can measure not just the outcome of the goal, but you can measure your habits and your um, persistence in the goal of like, okay, I need to back squat twice a week. I need to do leg accessories two to three times a week in order to get my back squat heavier, right? So you can measure, okay, have I done, have I back squatted twice this week? Have I done my leg accessories three times this week? Have I done my core work three times this week? So you can measure not only the outcome, so, you know, and then eight weeks later, you retest your back squat, you've got 10 more pounds on it, but getting to that of measuring, am I doing what it takes to get there? Not just the goal itself, because, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this. Who was it? Failing the plan is planning to fail. Whoever yeah. that was. Money important said that. I'm sure they were. Yeah. Um but it's true because like if you have no plan to get there, a goal is just a dream, right? But yeah. you. so you can all of that to say, not only can you measure like where you're starting and then where you finish, but you can also measure how to get there and your your consistency in getting there does that all make sense yeah i feel like I ramble yeah, you're, that
0: no you're good and like that that process behind it, that process behind it um is the key like that's and i think you know we've we've talked through that with each of these and we probably will of like you have to have a process in place if you're going to achieve your goal um so you know whether that's A super small goal, or whether it's a big goal, like you can measure out each piece of it to make sure that you're getting to where you want to be. Right. uh, And um, but yeah, measurable I think is a big one. Like the the thing I think about with that is like a lot of people New Year I want to lose I want to lose weight, right? And it's like okay, and and you go back to the specific and measurable, right? Like if you want to lose weight, all right, what does that look like? Do we want to lose weight where we're just like unhealthily losing weight? We want to lose weight the right way. Is right. it a specific poundage? Like, you know, like how do we want to do that um, and then make it measurable? Like, what does that mean? Does does lose weight mean a pound? Does it mean 50 pounds? Does it mean 100 pounds? Like, what are we, you know, like having having a specific set number. Um, and it's, it's different for everybody, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think having a measurable goal, like you said, one, so that you have something to shoot for, but two, so you have a process in place of, if I'm trying to lose 50 pounds by whatever day, then by this day I need to have I need to have lost two pounds, and by this day mm-hmm. I need to have lost 20 pounds or whatever. Um, but kind of that progression, right, to get to get to where you're going. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So specific, measurable. The third one is is achievable. So when I look at these, to me, achievable and realistic are kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, so what I've done in the past when I talk to people about goal setting. Is instead of achievable i put authentic um and it goes back to kind of what you were talking about a minute ago where it's like is this really what like what you want like do you just want to let's go back to the d1 athlete like do you just want to be able to tell people that you're a d1 athlete Mm -hmm. okay or do you really is that genuinely what you want to do with your life um because those are two very different things um so i think authentic is is a big one um Because, yeah, like a lot of things that people see on social media, TV, movies is like, that looks really cool. Like watching, you know, Clemson run down the hill on Saturdays, like that looks awesome. i want to go do that. Um, And it's like, but do you really want that? Like, is that genuinely what you want? Or is that just like, hey, that looks cool on TV? Yeah, exactly. Um, So that goes like what you were talking about earlier, where like if you're going to set some goals like that that are big, like, gargantuan goals Like you need to be real with yourself and be like, Hey, is this, is this something that I really want to do that? I really want to work for what's that process look like to get there? Like, is this genuinely what I want to do? Right. And I think that that's one of the things where it's like,
1: like, and as a coach, right? So like we're, we're talking about goal setting from a coach's perspective. I think that's one of the biggest challenges with goal setting is helping our clients, athletes, members, whoever, like connect what they value to what they want. And that, that might seem kind of like they, well, it's the same thing, like it's not, right? Like nope. um, I, I've always said, if I ever made it to the games, I'm gonna get all of my free stuff and then go home, which <laughs> is, is, is partly true. But th- I bring that up to say like, my goal is not actually to be a games athlete. Right. Like, I don't care about me beating anybody in a workout, but to get to get there and have all this games gear and people be like, "Ooh, he's a games athlete. That actually means more to me than me actually competing at the games, which means I don't want to be a games athlete, you know. Right. And that's what I mean of like if if I can want something but not value it at the same time. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's and as you'll see, like all of these, the SMART, they all play into each other. Right. So like like we were talking about of, you know, having an authentic goal of something that actually means something to you actually worth you putting in the work and the effort leads you to a more specific goal that will actually bring you value and joy than just seeing like, man, I want to like somebody that says they want to be a D1 athlete because they want to run down the hill at Clemson. That's not the same thing. No. they don't they want to run down the hill with clemson and be in that energy and be with that team and and experience that with people but they don't want to be a high caliber athlete because if you say i want to be a d1 athlete that's what you're saying i want to be the best but saying i want that because i get to run down the hill with these other guys is a very different goal
0: yeah well where where it separates is like when things get hard because yeah. right, it's like, if you do want to do that you're not seeing what they're doing monday through friday right right you're not seeing what they're doing in April and may uh-huh. uh, all summer right so like if 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 the only thing that's driving you is that desire to run down the hill right when things get hard and you're throwing up on the sideline after running 1500s uh-huh. like you're gonna quit uh-huh. you're a thousand percent gonna quit um because yeah. you just don't like the that drive that pull is not Enough, right? Because it's not genuinely you. It's just like that looked cool, so I felt like I wanted to do it. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think that's when it really separates, and that's when it becomes. That's when you find out, like, hey, is this authentic or not? Um, and it's okay to change your goal, right? Like, I'm, I'm sure there's been a lot of, like, athletes that in your world that like, hey, I want to go to the games, and then like you said, like they start going through, hey, this is what a games athlete looks like. This is the training. Right. Here's here's a week. Mm-hmm. And they get through a couple of weeks and they're like, I don't want to be a games athlete anymore.
1: Well, and and that's, that's OK. And that's, that's okay. the thing. Like you just it comes one. They don't they've never said I don't want to be a games athlete anymore. It always shows up as like this is too hard or it's more than I thought it would be. Right. Yeah. Because, again, we haven't connected what they want with what they value because they still want to be a games athlete, but right. they don't value being a games athlete so they never say i don't want to do this or i don't want to be a games athlete anymore it's always i essentially i'm not willing to put this work in or it's too much for me yeah um so there's that and then like getting them to understand that this is like you're not just going to fall into this like no goal worth setting is something that you just fall into right like you have to actually make sacrifices. And I don't mean that that in that, like you don't spend time with your family or like this consumes you. And depending on who you are and what you want, that might be true for you. But sacrifices in the sense of like, sometimes you have to get up early. Sometimes you have to go to bed early. Sometimes you have to turn your phone off so that you can sleep well. You know, like sacrifices along those lines to get people to go, okay, this is hard hard things produce good things you know and getting them to connect that stuff together
0: yeah yeah i mean we talk about um we talk about toughness a lot and i've talked about it on this podcast before but um the book called becoming tough by greg everett this first Mm -hmm. kind of tenet of toughness is like your choices determine your values right like what you choose to do you can say that you value something all you want but your choices are going to reveal truly what your values are, right? I think the challenge as a coach is like, like if you have somebody that, you know, says, Hey, I want to do this. And then, you know, like I want to be a D one athlete. Okay, cool. Here's, here's the list of the things that you need to do. And we start going through that and all of a sudden you don't want to do that anymore. Like that's okay. Right. Right. Like the, the challenge I think for, for us as coaches is like, how do you kind of push somebody as far as you can, but also make them understand that like, Hey, if you get, into the middle of this and you decide that this is not really what you value like you and you made a mistake like that's okay yeah like it's okay to not be a games athlete it's yep. okay to not be a division one athlete like there's nothing wrong with that like you and you and your your value as a human doesn't come from that yes exactly right? like so, so trying to like kind of that that line i think is really tough like yeah. trying to put them as far as like because you see the potential that they could have like hey if you've you really want this like you could do it right but not pushing them so far as to to kind of make them feel like their values wrapped up in hey if, if i achieve this goal or not right does that make sense yeah
1: for sure and i think i think that's 100 true because like one you can always change your goals right yeah. like like I, whenever i start programming with people and, and we walk through like okay this is this is why we started working together. This is what you want. I always tell them in that first consultation of like, look, if we get three weeks into this and you're like, this isn't actually what I want anymore. Totally okay. Like, this is yeah. your goal. These are what you want out of this. Just tell me. like, yeah. And it's okay. And as your coach, I'm I'm 100% for you. So I, it doesn't bother me if you change your goals but you need to understand that it's okay to change your goal. So you don't continue to pursue something you hate because you're not going to finish it or you do finish it. And you just have a ton of resentment for what you look at as the last year of wasted time or whatever it is. Right. And, but at the same time of like getting them to understand, like you are so much more than what your goals are. And I've, I've, I've heard, I've read of specifically CrossFit athletes that they were like, when I stopped putting my identity on my ability to do CrossFit was when I actually got better because yeah. I wasn't consumed with it. And and not because they trained less or they trained easier, but the mental side of training became something that they could, like training is just as, as tough mentally as it is physically but yeah. when they stop being so consumed with i have to do this and i don't think most people realize they even do it but they they put so much pressure on themselves and they put so much i have to do this i have to do this my worth is tied up in this they don't realize they're doing it but when they when they let go of that that's when they're basically like entering into that freedom of like i can do this and i can pour into it and whatever happens happens right like yeah. i think about um like Emma Carey saying that one time, she was like, when I just stopped and just started working out and training because I loved it, not because of who I am in my training, like she saw just leaps and bounds in progression. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand is like, like you were talking about, like that fine line of like the balance of pushing them and you have to work hard and this is going to be a hard thing. But not being consumed by it, and actually being better because you're not consumed by something that you have to work really hard at.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it kind of ties into like growth mindset type stuff, right? Like, be control the things that you can control, and you know, mm-hmm. let the outside things kind of, um, kind of take care of themselves. And what's funny is like, I was just having a similar conversation with my seven year old. Um, <laughs> you know, like. If like she's playing basketball, right? Second year playing basketball and like n- nobody will throw her the ball. Like she's on a co ed team. It's like two two girls and then like six boys. Okay. And it's like they're seven year old boys. Like they're not throwing the girl the ball. Right. Ever. It's not happening. Um, so every game or practice, she'll come back and she's like all upset because like they won't throw her the ball. Um, so we practiced, like we came home and we worked on like, hey, we're gonna walk your man down to the basket and then we're gonna pop out um and just like learning how to get open Mm because i was like well you're not doing a great job getting open yet like let's learn how to get open and maybe they'll throw you the ball right so this week like i could see it on the court at practice like she was working really was doing exactly what we practiced right walk down pop out she's open um like she's calling for the ball like everything that she's supposed to do they still don't throw her the ball so after the game like i could tell she was upset um so i just went over to her and i was like you did so good like you did exactly what we practiced. You popped mm-hmm. out. I saw you walking down. I saw you pop out. You played great defense. Blah blah blah. And she was like, "But they didn't throw me the ball." And so we had that that exact conversation. It was like, "You can't control what they do, right? Like, you did exactly what you were supposed to do. You did the best that you could, and you can't control anything else. And like, you have to be okay with that." Yeah. And obviously, explaining that to a seven year old, you know, she doesn't get it yet, mm-hmm. but she's starting to understand. Like, you could see at the end of the conversation, like her eyes popped up a little bit, and she was like. Yeah, you're right. Like I, I did exactly what you told me to do, and I was open. I know I did the right thing. Yes, and I was like that. Like if we can keep that type of mindset, rather than like, hey, if if you don't get the ball and you don't score, like you're a terrible basketball player. Right. Like, yeah. You know. Um. But that goes back to what we were talking about with the measurable, like the measurable part
1: of like her goal is to be a good basketball player. Yeah. But the smaller goals of her. Learning to get down, pop out, be patient for the ball. Those things are leading her towards being a better basketball player. So, like, that's where, like, you you with her set those small goals for her to reach her bigger goal. So you were focusing in on habits to make her better to get her to her big goal. So the small goals leading up into the big goal, and like that's that's where the change happens. Right. Because yeah. like we talked about of like if, if if we set the goal to be a games athlete, but you don't do CrossFit,
0: like what? <laughs> how, how are you going to get there? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's perfect. And I, I think that leads us into the next one, which is the R. Uh, so we got specific, measurable, achievable or authentic. Um, and then the, the next one's realistic. Right. Like you just said, like if you want to be a games athlete, but you haven't started doing CrossFit yet, like we, we got. <laughs> got to have a conversation. <laughs> I, so. True story. I remember when I first started
1: doing CrossFit, I was, I was doing it on my own, but I was doing it in a Globo gym. And after I got done working out one time, this kid walked up to me, and he, I guess he had been doing CrossFit for like six months, I think is what it was. And we just got talking, and I was like, yeah, I just started doing this. And, um, you know, I couldn't afford to go to a CrossFit gym. Globo gym's just much cheaper, so I was doing it in there. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be – at the time um, – there was still regionals. So this tells you how long ago this was. And he was like, yeah, next year I'm going to make it to regionals. Like, oh, okay, cool. And then he was like, I'm going to be at the games in the next two to three years. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. He never made it to the games, but I just, I just found it so funny of him saying that because like, even back then, I mean, that was what, 12 years ago, something like that. And like how much better the athletes are now. And like, he couldn't make it after doing CrossFit for like six months, but thinking he was going to make it after just doing CrossFit for six months. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> like I love the confidence guy, but right. you, what, like, what made you think that? And again, this is where as a coach, like sometimes you have to have really hard conversations, right? Mm. But like, we, we love having the conversations of like, you made it. We hate having the conversations of like, buddy i don't know if that's really gonna happen you know yeah. like someone that they're like and this will lead over into the t but right now they clean 135 and like by the end of 2024 i want to clean 315 like <laughs> all right I again love the confidence appreciate that we will we will hold on to that confidence yeah. but and and really like the the hard conversations are hard because In a sense, you're telling them that their goal is not achievable to a degree, but it's worse to go, okay, we can do that. And then you get to the end of 2024 and maybe they're cleaning 225, even 275, right? But they still have 40 pounds to go for their goal. And you basically set them up for failure because now either they don't trust you because you told them you could get them there and you didn't do your job, or they think they're a complete failure, even though they've put on. 90 to over a hundred pounds on their clean, you know? And that's why having, like, again, just talking about this from the coach's perspective of having a realistic goal of whatever it is you want to achieve, but having like, as the coach helping kind of temper that around, is this actually realistic? Can we actually get you there? And if not being honest about it and just being like, hey, we will do everything we can to push you towards your goal
0: but i can't i can't guarantee that we're going to hit that right yeah i mean there's so many factors that are not controllable right right um you know genetics obviously being the number one yeah um and yeah like i like in my world that conversation happens so many times because like i work with kids that are you know in middle school that are like hey i want to be a d1 athlete i'm just like i Maybe, like, we're you know, we haven't hit puberty yet, so let's you know, try to figure (laughs) out how that's gonna go. That's right. Um, right, but it's like, hey, I want to be a you know, D1 quarterback, like, well, you're you're five nine, like, yeah, maybe navy, like, yeah, triple option team, that's pretty much your only shot, right? Um, but it's it's so different in the like in the sports space, like in the team sport, or I don't know what you call my space, but whatever the team sport space or even individual sport. Yeah. Um, Because it's like, yeah, size obviously is a, is a huge thing, but at the same time, like there are the outliers. Right. Right. I mean, you've, you've got the, the little guys that are playing. um, But it's like, you know, if, if you're going to be one of those outliers, you got to have something special. Yeah. Right. You know Um, so that, you know, we talk about that all the time. Like I've got some, some undersized, I coach receivers right now. I've got some undersized receivers, I'm like, man, like you're, you're a really good player, but like the chances of you going to Alabama and playing receiver at five, seven, like really, really low. Right. Um, Not saying that you can't do that, but like, if, if that's going to be the case, you better run about a four, two, five. Mm -hmm. um, And you better be able to shake anybody that that comes near you in the open field. Yeah. And uh, jump over a building. Yeah. Like those are, you know? Um, So it's like, it's a weird conversation. Um, because yeah, like you don't want to kill their dreams, but at the same time you want to give them realistic dreams. It's like, like, Hey, like this is, I'm not saying this isn't possible, but like, let's just worry about doing everything that we can do. Right. Like let's focus on everything that we can do. And if you grow and you're six two, yeah, let's, let's call Alabama. Yeah. You know, but if not, like, let's, let's look at some other schools. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean you're not a good football player. It doesn't mean anything else. It just means like, there are certain things in this world that like aren't fair yeah or and that's part that's life.
1: the thing is like that's that's what comes down to of having those those honest conversations and being like look i want this for you you want it i want it for you but there are just some limiting factors that we can't control so we'll, we'll do everything we can to make it happen and i think initially and especially within your space of like dealing with younger people they're not going to want to hear that, right? They're not going to want to hear you can't. And you're not even saying you can't. You're just saying that the, the odds are stacked against them, right? But after they go through the process and after they continue to work hard and once they get to the end of the road, whatever that looks like for them, when they look back and they go, I had a coach be honest with me keep me grounded and still work his butt off to get me as good as I could be that that's going to mean so much more to them than the coach that goes, yes, you can do this. And then like, they don't even go to like D2. Right. Yeah. And they look back and they're like, but coach, you said I could do this, you know? Yeah. And I think that in the moment, like they're not going to want to hear that nobody wants to hear that. But looking back after the maturity has happened after the hard work has happened, they can look back and go, he loved me enough to, to be honest with me and still work with me and still get me as good as I could be, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's, and again, like with coaching, like we've talked about before, like, yes, it is about making them better athletes, fitnessers, whatever it is. But when it boils down to it, we want to make them better human beings. And we want them to know that we are in their corner, no matter what, like, we're their second biggest cheerleader behind themselves, you know. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, I think the it's, I think it's a lot more challenging, especially in my space, to set like some of those specific goals because there's there are so many, like unknowns that could happen. Um, you know, like you can't, you're not gonna be able to tell a freshman like or, like some freshman in high school be like, hey, I want to play football at, or I want to be a quarterback at, you know, Notre Dame or whatever. Right. Like there may be six other five stars that have already re- been recruited to Notre Dame. And they don't have a spot for you. Right. You know, like so there's so many like different things that are hard to, hard to put a finger on, hard to know. So it's a lot, I think to me, it's a lot harder to set super, super specific goals with the, in that space. Like mm-hmm. it's more of hey, like you just said, like, Hey, let's make you the absolute best athlete that we possibly can. And then let's see where the chips fall. Right. Right. Like I, I think that you're have the ability if you, You know, work your butt off like, hey, you can be a really, really good basketball player. You can be a really, really good tennis player, golfer, sprinter, whatever it is. Um, But like I have no idea what your genetics are going to do. I have no idea like you could get in a car wreck and break your leg and like put you out of training for a year. Like no idea, you know. So like let's let's not focus on like the big goal right now. Let's focus on, hey, today we're going to work really, really hard. Yeah. We're going to do everything that we can today to make you an elite level athlete, whatever it right. is. Yeah. And like you talked about, like, and that's, this is a
1: hard one, even for me, like, and I know these things of like controlling the things that you can control and not controlling the things or not trying to control the things that you can't control. Right. Like mm-hmm. whoever you are, whatever your, your physical goal is like, I'm the, I'm an overthinker by nature. So like, yes, I want to control the things I can't control, but I also want to control the things I can't control. Right. Like mm-hmm. I want to control Um, the weather, you know, of like if it's cold in my garage, I don't want to go out in my garage, you know, I can't control how cold it is in the garage. Well, I can't, you know, to a degree, you know what I'm saying, but like, Yeah, yeah, getting people to understand that when you control what you can control, and when you can say, I did everything I could, that means so much more than even the chips falling completely in line with you and you not having to do any of the work,
0: you know? Yeah. So yeah. no, I think there's a lot of value in that. Um, Cause the truth is like everything could go perfectly and you still wouldn't do it. Right. Right. Like that's to me, that's the hardest one for kids to understand. Um, and we have to explain that. Like I talked to our football team a lot about that. Um, And I think it comes from Tim Grover. Like he was Michael Jordan's trainer and Kobe Bryant's trainer, Dwayne Wade's trainer. Um, And he wrote a book called winning. And he goes through this whole thing where he kind of treats winning as like a person essentially, and kind of gives it a personality. But that's his big thing is like winning has no loyalty to you. Like you could do everything perfect. You could do everything exactly the way that it's supposed to be done. Everything could go perfectly and you could still lose. Mm -hmm. And it's like that. That lesson right there is tough because all, all throughout your whole life growing up, it's like, hey, if you work hard, things are going to turn out good. Yeah. It's like, that's not always true. Right. Like, um, I believe there's a lot of value in doing things the right way, and you'll gain a lot of value from that, but it doesn't guarantee that you're going to win and get exactly what you want.
1: Right. Um, but in that same vein, if
0: you don't work hard and things do won't. line up for you, you yeah. know
1: for a fact you're not going to get it.
0: Right. You know? Right. Yeah. The, the, the hard work and stuff like that gives you a seat at the table, gives right. you a, an opportunity. Um, All right. Cool. So specific, measurable, achievable slash authentic, realistic. And then the last one, time bound. Um, Yeah. I mean, we, we kind of talked about that as, as we've gone through here, but you've, you've got to I think anytime you set a, a good goal, it's got to have a like a time limit on it. Right. Like it's got to have a an end date or an event or something to give it like hey i want to lose 20 pounds by whatever march 31st right okay cool like now now i have a set goal i have a time limit and the biggest thing i think that time thing does from a coaching standpoint in our eyes is like that's that's where we kind of reverse engineer everything right like hey if you want to go to the games in you know 2024 all right cool uh you know semifinals are here quarterfinals are here Mm -hmm open is here. Here's where we got to be by the open. Right. And then you just kind of work, work forward from there.
1: Yeah. And I think having a time, because it's the same idea of like, again, how all of these things kind of play in this, into each other of like the specific, like if you don't have a specific goal, you don't know what you're aiming for, but if you never put a time period on it, and again, this uh, realistic time period on it, like if you're like, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds but it's just kind of like up in the air of when then every time a hard decision comes up that you have to make to get you towards that goal you can always fluff it off because it's not like like well it'll come at some point and that some point becomes never because you didn't put a timetable on it right yeah now again being realistic if you're trying to say i want to lose 20 pounds by the weekend that's a little bit (laughs) different Right, but it's having you know, and then going back to that uh, that you know that person that cleans 135 and like I want to clean 315 by the end of the week, by the end of the year, like okay, here's here's a here's a better way of looking at it. You want to clean 315, which is over double what you're doing right now. You've been cleaning for, say, you've been doing it for a year and you're only at 135. So you think in the same amount of time that you've only gotten to 135 you're going to more than double where you're at, you know, and just helping them kind of, again, as the coach of like, put things in perspective so that they have a realistic idea of how long stuff's going to take, right? And it could be something super easy. They're like, you know, I want to put five pounds on my front squat because it'll help me clean better. Like, cool, okay, we can put five pounds on your front squat, depending on who you are, you know, but we can put five pounds on your front squat in eight weeks. Right, cool, there you go. And it's moving you towards cleaning more, but you have a timetable attached to a goal as opposed to just a random goal that may or may not ever happen, which makes it a lot easier for us to just fluff off the hard decisions.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in my world that, like the sports world is very easy, right? Like there's specific seasons and specific time periods where you have to do things. Um, So it makes it a lot simpler you know, to kind of reverse engineer a program out to like, hey, you want to be, you want to drop a 10th off your 40 by next season. All right, cool. Here's how we're going to do that. Seasons here, you know, uh, summer seasons here, spring seasons here. Like this is what we're doing. Um, so I think in, in that sense, it makes it simple. But I also like, I'm actually working through a situation right now where I've got an athlete that legitimately like could be an Olympic type. Right. Athlete. Like she has an opportunity to to potentially do that not 2024 but 2028 um so it's like how do you reverse engineer a (laughs) six-year or four-year plan Um, you know and and so that's that's the challenge man for us as coaches is like specifically like with high school kids um because they do play like she plays like in the spring she's doing uh track and soccer right so it's like how do you i don't even know how to program around that like you're in it's in season but then like winter's also in season for you and summer's also in season for yeah. you. So like, when are we, like, how do we get stronger? How do we build that? Um, so like just finding times where we can do some of those things. Uh, and eventually like it, it probably becomes a hard conversation of like, Hey, if this is really what you want to do, like, you're going to have to, like you talked about, like sacrifice some things. Mm-hmm. Like we may not be able to play soccer. Like we may not be able to do some of the things that you want to do if if your goal is really to run the hundred meters at the Olympic Games, exactly. Like, if that's really the goal, and it's fine if it's not, like that. There's, right. Again, there's nothing wrong with that, but we need to establish what those goals are because if that's the goal, like there's some things that we got to put in place to be able to get there. Yeah. So that's that's the hard part right now, and like trying to figure out some of those things, and because um, the other hard part is like I've got her for two more years. This will be in college. Right. So it's, it's kind of I don't I would only see her maybe in the summers. But just making sure that like you know we're we're doing the right things, um, you know, to put her in a good position when she yeah. does go to college and kind of get in front of one of those coaches. But um yeah, I, I think the, the time bound thing in my world, like probably in both of our worlds, is pretty simple as far as when we're talking about the elite level and you're talking about sport athletes, um, general population, I think, is where you have to have a lot of those a lot more specific conversations because um, again, it revolves around usually like, Hey, I want to add this or I want to lose this many pounds or whatever. Right. So being able, to, like, being able to set some realistic goals there too. Yeah. And doing it the right way. Like, Oh, you want to yeah. lose 20 pounds, <laughs> you know, in a week. It's like, well, you, you could potentially do that, but probably not in the most healthy way. Yeah. That you're thinking. Yeah. The scale might say what you want, but you're going to feel horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So being able to set those up and, Uh, you know, the right way and making sure people are doing things the way they should be. Yeah. Cool. So we got specific measurable, achievable slash authentic, realistic, and then time bound. I think we did a pretty good job laying that out. I think so. I think, I think everybody is smarter for having listened to this conversation. I like the way you pulled that word in. (laughs) (laughs) All right, brother. Well, we'll, uh, we'll reconnect next week. And, um, We'll try to, I think I have a guest that may come on next week. Um, Maybe, maybe a football coach from a local football coach might slide on here next week. So we'll see. Um, But we'll try to get him on and, and kind of talk through, talk through some things and figure out what we want to do from there. Thanks for listening to the Unlocking Athletes podcast. If you liked what you heard, give us a follow, comment, and review. If you are or know of an athlete that truly has the desire to maximize their potential, please follow at EAX underscore Athlete Academy and send us a message. We do in-person and remote training for athletes in any sport and would love an opportunity to be a part of your journey. Until next time, be an example you want others to follow, be intentionally grateful every single day, and be the hardest worker in the room. Let's have a day.